Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Tainer Solutions. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two of Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. In a moment, we'll be joined by Trey Biddy of hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Let's check in with Stuart by way of Saracens. And Stuart, as I look at my phone, I see where I went to the tab for softball, and the Arkansas-Alabama game is up, and the Georgia with, I believe, South Carolina, that matchup is also up on Bet Saracen, and uh, Arkansas is the favorite going into tonight's game with Alabama. Just barely, though. It's, uh, it's pretty close to a pick on that game, and we'll be carrying all the um, all the SEC tournament uh, all the way through with all the teams um, this year. So keep your eye. If you have a team in the SEC that's your favorite, uh, keep your eye out. We'll have a line on the game. Um, try to get it up the day before the games happen. And, of course, the NBA, it is in, uh, man, coming down the stretch, three games to two, Miami uh, and New York. Last night, you had the Warriors pull within a game of the Lakers, three games to two. But tonight, you got Boston back on the floor. Yes, you do. And uh, Philadelphia's got the edge in that uh, series. And uh, Boston's still a small favorite in Philadelphia. Uh, a good place for Philly to close it out if they were going to do it. And you really need to go to all these specials that you'll find uh, on the app, that is, we talked about MLB's first plate appearances, NBA specials, NHL specials. It's all, where can you find it, uh, Stuart? Um, Bet Saracen, and, uh, and keep in mind with the uh, NBA basketball, too, we've got uh, we've got the flash uh, flash plays, so you can bet on what the next play result is going to be, and uh, that's a good way to stay engaged. Even if you don't have a bet on the whole game, you can bet each play as it happens. That's pretty cool. All right. Thank you, Stuart. That's betsaracen.com. Uh, or you can go to the App Store and download from the Apple. And that is Bet Saracen. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I will start you off with a question from Tyler by way of our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. It says, Trey, Arkansas produces talent in basketball. Why don't we produce in football? Do we not put enough effort in our high school football sports? What would be a good way to start producing, in your opinion? Well, uh, I don't think I'm, you know, this is any secret. Uh, you know, plenty of AAU coaches have said that uh, in the past about you've got guys that are playing basketball who are mid-major talents, you know, playing AAU and stuff that aren't playing football. And in the past, those guys were playing football. And you might be a, you know, six-three shooting guard who's, you know, probably not going to make it on the high-major level, uh, but 
maybe you'd make a great linebacker or a tight end or a safety or something like that or a wide receiver, you know, and uh, you're just you're missing those guys. Uh, Arkansas overproduces in basketball. I'm not sure why exactly, but uh, it's pretty dramatic how much uh, the state overproduces. Um, there are other states that overproduce, you know, per capita in football. Louisiana uh, overproduces. Mississippi, you know, you look at Mississippi football, uh, they'll have probably 16 four-star recruits out of that state, uh, maybe 10, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but, you know, 10 four-star recruits. Arkansas, you know, in a good year has four, uh, so... Yeah, I think a lot of it is, uh, you know, some of that stuff that we've heard from AAU coaches talking about, you know, guys that are, you know, mid-major type basketball players who don't even play football. Is facilities, is that tied into maybe some of the lack of development of talent in football? Possibly in central Arkansas and in that area. I think that... uh, that that could be, you know, Pine Bluff used to used to get a guy out of Pine Bluff every couple of years it seemed like, and now it's maybe one a decade. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Little Rock Central used to be a big talent producer. I can remember back in 2005 there was several guys there coming out in one year. Uh, so, yeah, facilities I think can play a role, uh, but you know, this is a football state. Uh, is much as anybody wants to argue, I can I can tell you the traffic numbers. Uh, if you want me to dig into it about how many people read football articles versus basketball articles, basketball is very popular. I'm not saying that, but football definitely trumps basketball. But when it comes to uh, high school athletics, I don't know. It seems like the the state just produces basketball players. Now this year could be a little bit different. This is this looks like a really good crop for football. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that yesterday on the program, all the numbers that uh, Danny identified. Gosh, maybe there were 25. Now, that's not all 25 are not Power 5 high Division mm-hmm. one recruits, but bottom line is, I mean, whether you're talking uh, FBS or FCS, I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's uh, apparently a lot of kids who – could have an opportunity whether it be at the fcs level or whether it's at the fbs level so mm-hmm. uh, that that to me is encouragement you know one of the things that i've always done trey uh on national signing day back when <laughs> seemed like there was just one but uh, on national signing day i would always look not so much at the university of arkansas or arkansas state sometimes even uca but I would look at our Division II schools, Henderson, Washita, Arkansas Tech, UA Monticello, the list goes on, and see how many they signed out of the state of Arkansas. And there are several schools that really load up on Arkansas talent. And um, I know that's not the SEC level, but uh, it's still giving that young, that young man uh, a an opportunity to continue to play football and hopefully get an education in the process. Yeah. Sure. I mean, there there's also, you know, more players that can play on that level, more people that can play on that level than, you know, at the very highest level. Last year, uh, Danny had a great de- breakdown. He does what's called state checks. So he checks Arkansas's influence uh, recruiting different states. He recently did Arkansas. Uh, last year in the 2023 class, there were six players inside the state um, who signed with Power Five schools? Just six. 2022, there were 15. Hmm. 2021, there were 10. So last year was definitely a down year. This year coming up feels like it's going to be a really good year. Um, uh, as far as Arkansas offers in 2023, Arkansas extended offers to five of the in-state. So six signed Power Five, five signed uh, with Arkansas. Or excuse me, Arkansas extended offers to five. 2022. Uh, Arkansas extended offers uh, to 13 of of the players. So wow. uh, that's 2022 was a really strong year. Um, you know, most years you're looking at eight, nine. There's been years down. You know, where you had four in 2016, 2014. You only had six. But for the most part, Arkansas is offering um, what he ultimately deduces from this is uh, 75% of in-state prospects who sign with Power 5 schools, Arkansas has offered. Uh, so, um, 
Yeah, just kind of gives you a little bit of a glance. A really good article. He does them for basically any state, every state that Arkansas is uh, pretty active in. Uh, he does a breakdown like this for them and, and keeps it updated every year. We talked about this, I believe, maybe Tuesday, maybe for sure Wednesday. Wyatt Simmons. Mm-hmm. Trey, that that almost to me is is almost like a fairy tale and the reason why i say that you don't see like that anymore no no i I mean he puts out a highlight tape and within a matter of days and i know mississippi state offered today i'm going by what white posted on his uh twitter account um arkansas has offered Mm mm-hmm this kid could end up with maybe as big of an offer list, Trey, as we've seen in a while. Yeah, he's already developing one of the better ones. I mean, just to go through it, Arkansas, Auburn, Florida State. These are all like within the past few days. Yeah, yeah. Arkansas, Auburn, Florida State, Oklahoma. I mean, and he's got a bunch of others from like, you know, Tulsa and Southern Miss. And um, Mississippi State's also offered. So, uh, Air yeah, Force. I mean, you did you watch his videos? The yes. video he put out? Yes. Yeah, I mean, he, he looks like a high school Drew Sanders yeah. <laughs> in the video, 6'4", 215. Um, but just wasn't, he wasn't on Twitter, didn't put out any video, um, which is interesting, you know, because dad obviously coached at Harding uh, uh, University. So, um, <laughs> Paul. Um, Paul yeah, Simmons, pretty, yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, pretty interesting that he, he didn't really – put a big effort put out there it kind of reminds you a little bit of another linebacker back in oh 2001 whose dad was also coach at harding was a linebacker jeb huckabee yep jeb huckabee yep yep kind of similar deal there jeb blew up yes he did wyatt has blown up the thing that stood out to me in that uh, highlight tape in particular, Trey, was Wyatt's closing ability. Mm-hmm. And when he goes to make the tackle, I mean, he he doesn't miss either. It doesn't seem like he did. I mean, and granted, we got highlights. Right. But maybe... Everybody the, looks good in a highlight, yeah. but you can also see why. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Well, you can see that closing speed you mentioned and, you know, the size. And, you know, I always look for, obviously speed uh, stands out you know i've got certain things that i look at i do a lot of comparisons uh, but also when a guy no matter how big he is looks like the biggest guy on the field for whatever reason because he's making plays or what uh, that's something that also jumps out and he just looks way bigger than everybody else out there too <laughs> even though i don't you know he, he may not be even though six four two fifteen is pretty good size, but well, you can um, also if you're projecting, you can almost uh, if you're a college coach thinking, man, can you see six four two thirty five? He didn't lose a step of speed. Now all of a sudden, he is that Drew Sanders jumping off the tape at you. Mm-hmm. Is he is is Wyatt Simmons? Is he in the two four seven database? Is is he got a rating? He doesn't have a rating. No, we've got him. We we created his profile the day before yesterday. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, yeah. Doesn't even have a rating. Yet he's getting all these Power 5 schools offering off of tape. That is amazing. That is simply amazing. All right, we'll pass this score on real quick. This from the softball tournament being held, softball championship tournament being held in Bogle Park in Fayetteville, Ole Miss. Uh, today is eliminated by Auburn by the final score of 8-7. to 8-7. to seven. So Auburn will now move on and take the winner between South Carolina and Georgia. So, And then again, Arkansas is scheduled to play somewhere around 7 o'clock tonight. All these games, by the way, you can uh, catch them on the SEC Network. Um I was looking at uh, Hog Sports today, and I'm always searching for those magical stories. You know me, Trey. I, I love when you say anything like uh, depth chart or, uh, in this case, uh, this one was by Isaac Trotter. It said, 
college basketball transfer portal winners and losers. Now, we know the portal for basketball closed May the 11th, so it's over. The portal, does it? Is it like midnight tonight, 11.59 well, today tonight? It is May 11th, so yeah. yeah, it's over today sometime. Mm-hmm. Do we know what time it officially closes, Trey? I don't know if it's an East Coast or West Coast. <laughs> I don't know exactly. That's a good question. A, you think there'll be a rush to get time in? time zones. <laughs> think there'll be a rush to get in here on the last minute? <laughs> Hopefully probably not. not. There'll probably be one guy, somebody out there. Yeah. <laughs> No, but, uh, yeah, I, I know the article, Isaac Trotter is one of our national college basketball writers. One of the one things I love about at 24-7 Sports is we just we have just a, a wealth of people that are, you know, writing articles that don't necessarily just work at Hog Sports, but other guys to, to help support in football, basketball, um, that write a lot of great national articles and Arkansas-focused articles, and Isaac Trotter is one of those guys. And as you can imagine, Arkansas is not a loser in the transfer portal. No. Arkansas is a, a big winner. A winner, yeah. In fact, um, my screen just refreshed, so I've got to go back to it. Uh, but he has at the bottom of each and every story, the skinny says, mm-hmm. Arkansas's game plan of adding proven veterans who can shoot the cover off the ball was a wise pivot after poor shooting curtailed the Razorbacks from reaching their full potential last season. Dunning, Ford, and Mitchell are gifted pieces, but they weren't huge pieces of the rotation last year. Arkansas is a trendsetter in the transfer portal with its ability to reload year after year. Pretty accurate a trendsetter. Yeah. A trendsetter. Uh, however, Musselman is a little bit of a copycat. He has been copying the teams that have knocked him out of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, yes, you're right. Each of the last three years against Baylor. Well, we need to get some quick guys, and they got a bunch of quick players. Uh, didn't necessarily work out the way that I think they thought, but uh, they still put together a pretty darn good team. Uh, last year, uh, year before last, they got beat by, knocked out by Duke. Need to get bigger, get some big guys. Um, and then this year, they couldn't shoot, and you know, UConn obviously was shooting the cover off the ball. Uh, need to go out and get some shooters. So, <laughs> trendsetter in the transfer portal, yes. Also a copycat of the teams that knock him out of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, we have identified what we need, that is shooters. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Yep. Uh, This from our Asher Record Service Company Live In Feedback. Savage says, Ask Trey, did he play high school football? He was a mighty yellow jacket. And what his thoughts on the players in college betting on sports and the problems that are coming? I heard this the other day that had it not been for NIL deals that college student-athletes wouldn't have any money to bet on sports but now because of the nil they have the money to bet on sports yeah well can't have that can't have that in in uh in college sports pro sports or anything i mean the penalties are extremely stiff banishment basically if you get caught doing that kind of stuff so um i think the penalties have to stay very strict um, let the fans be fans and let them be, do the betting. But uh, it has got to stay out of college sports because, as we said the other day, once people feel like something is rigged, um, they're going to lose interest mm-hmm. in it. Once they feel like they, they can't win and the system is rigged, then, you know, so uh, you cannot have that in college sports. Uh, yes, I played college football. I played at, at Sheridan. I was a yellow jacket. And... Uh, yeah. College I, sports? I don't know what else to say. Sheridan was in college sports? Did I say college? I meant yeah. high school. Yeah. Okay. okay. He asked if I played high school, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. I played I played Sheridan. I was uh, football and track. So, Did you have the general as your coach? No, I didn't. Uh, he was gone before I got there. I had Don Sharp and uh, uh, Eddie Mack Harper. Okay. Didn't know if by that time... If he had... Uh, yeah, he had already left. Was still there or not. Um, Bob, I will address your question in a different segment. I don't want to take Trey's time up with uh, an answer uh, to your particular question, so just bear with me. I'll get to it eventually. So, um, The other thing on hogsports.com I thought was extremely interesting. It was by Andrew Ellis, and he 
Andrew had written a story about K.J. Jefferson talking about the impact of the NIL in college football. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Andrew, another really good writer for us. Andrew, um, younger guy, I think Andrew's just 25, but he's one of the, I think, rising stars in Arkansas sports media, um, has been with us for a couple years, does a really good job. And, um, yeah, another, I mean, I think this is an interesting take. This is actually, you know, some stuff that K.J. had said earlier uh, during um, during um, during um, spring football, uh, but yeah, I mean, just talks about the differences, and uh, I think that's huge for a guy like KJ and his family. I mean, um, you know, I don't know KJ's personal finances, um, you know, as far as you know where he comes from and everything like that, but uh, I do have a good idea of the ballpark figures that he's making and yeah i would imagine that's been a pretty nice bonus for him and his family so uh i think it's interesting too when you think about people who just missed out on this nil stuff yeah. like uh Ooh, like, what would darren mcfadden have made hmm, oh yeah. yeah yeah i mean or and, matt jones yeah i mean i would yeah. be surprised if there's not some kind of lawsuits and stuff from people <laughs> see if they could get some money back i mean because the ncaa had prevented them for so many years from from making money so uh but yeah darren mcfadden would have cleaned up and of course you know he was he cleaned up anyway um although he did run into that issue with his oh, financial advisor mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. would have made a killing off bitcoin uh, apparently, too. <laughs> if he invested, invested like he told him to, uh, according to the, the lawsuit and everything. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, there's a lot of guys, though, that would have come through here that didn't make the NFL um, who would have done very well in NIL. I love this statement by KJ. He says, just being able to provide for my family. That's the main thing with how I look at the NIL, just be able that, to provide for my family. If that gives you an idea of how much he's making, the word is provide, not help out or chip in. Yeah. Provide. provide. You got yep. it. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Beatty of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Tune into The Zone Fridays for The Zone Rewind, when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. Crossroads Building Supply, offering best-in-class service to North Little Rock, Hot Springs, and surrounding areas. With quality products and stocks such as windows, doors, roofing, siding, and more. Crossroads Building Supply is able and ready to assist you with any project, large or small. Give them a call today at 501-801-7700 in North Little Rock or 501-624-2919 in Hot Springs and see what Crossroads can do for you on the web at crossroadsbuildingsupply.com. Make this Mother's Day, Sunday, May 14th, one to remember with something beautiful from Tipton and Hearst. From floral arrangements to gift baskets to blooming plants and so much more. As Arkansas's premier florist for over a century, you can count on Tipton and Hearst to help show your mother how truly special she is. Shop Little Rock, North Little Rock, Conway, or Pine Bluff. Ready to deliver around the corner or around the world. Call 501-666-3333 or visit TiptonHearst.com today. Tipton and Hearst, guaranteed satisfaction since 1886. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call. Does it all. Hey guys, it's Dee Dee from Ava Bella Day Spa. Guess what's right around the corner? Yep, Mother's Day. And we have the special packages for you. Starting with our $100 Wonder Woman Plus, all the way up to the Mom and Me, where two of you get to come into the spa. All you gotta do is go to avabelladayspa.com, click on Instant Gift Certificate, print it off, or send it right to the recipient. Or, come on in our shop, 301 North Shackleford Road, Suite C3. AvaBellaDayspa.com Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. 
which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agent Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff or Sam Eklund in Star City today. CareLink, Central Arkansas's Area Agency on Aging, strives to alleviate the stresses family caregivers experience when caring for older loved ones by providing services such as home care and Meals on Wheels in Central Arkansas. Learn more about helping a parent or grandparent at carelink.org or by calling 372-5300 or toll free at 800-482-6359. This message brought to you by CareLink, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and this station. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports. Here on the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru. Do want to remind you to make your reservations like now. Now, Thursday nights, Friday nights, Saturday nights. That's the nights that the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock is open. And... While you're talking to William R. Shapur, tell them that you want that dinner for two for 60 bucks and that you want your filet cooked such and such. And it will be cooked to perfection. I'm talking about perfection. I always get the medium. I'm debating about going medium rare. Not quite there yet. Medium pink hot in the center. Love it. And I may need to ask if Frank and Ed, eh, why not? Just add a few more things to the salad bar. Um, I mean, I it, it is a meal. It is a meal into itself. The salad bar. And I have many times, we have taken home a large portion of the entree because we get extra we pay for them extra of the Frank Fletcher fried shrimp you get four to begin with but that's not enough for us so we get more and then the difficult task is deciding on the two side items that we're going to share ultimately I've always said this the baked potato is the perfect companion to the filet. So, I'm just telling you now, make your reservation, dinner for two, for $60, beat the deal, I dare you, I challenge you, that is a Riverfront Hotel uh, in North Little Rock, the Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock, the Riverfront Steakhouse, 371-9000, tell them I sent you, that is the Riverfront Steakhouse, the Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. And we are joined by our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage. Chris, we're looking for leaks on tonight's before we have to wait until 7 o'clock to find out the entire so-called NFL schedule. So what leaks have you got for us? Well, you know, first I'm surprised, you know, Rick is on the show. I figured he'd be having his pre-release party right now, getting ready to watch the whole release schedule. <laughs> But uh, what's going to happen, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now there's been a few leaks come out. Obviously, the opening game, uh, you know, Kansas City versus Detroit. Um, It kind of shows what the league now thinks of Detroit as a competitor. As they've, uh, I mean, three, four years ago, Detroit wouldn't have even been talked about to be opening night. Um, And and so that shows you again, kind of where the league thinks Detroit is, how much they've improved. you know, I've seen a few other leaks. I think Cowboys are playing the Commanders on Thanksgiving. Um, and so that'll be uh, be an exciting game. And then, um, obviously, the international games have been released. So Jacksonville, for the first time ever in the NFL, they're staying over two weeks. They've got back-to-back games in London, or in England, and, uh, you know, two weeks in a row. So that's something to watch, uh, watch for as well. 
the Green Bay Packers somehow had their entire schedule leaked in advance. What do you suspect happened there, Chris? You know, that's a good question. I do know the NFL actually wants some of these games, and they try to leak some of these games out early to build up some of the hype and the talk, you know, for a day or two before the actual schedule release. But I, I've never seen it where the entire schedule gets leaked <laughs> like that, so I don't know I, I don't know what happened there, but uh, um, somebody might, might be in a little trouble with the, with the whole schedule you know, being released for sure. You know, you, you think about it, and Randy was saying earlier today, and maybe Joe Franklin, that they thought it was beneficial to leak a few things to the morning shows and things like that. It's May 11th. What the heck difference does it make? It, it, why wouldn't they save it all for the NFL Network? They announce it, and then the next morning all the morning shows can talk about the schedule. Why would they, why would they think it's beneficial for those guys to have it before it's officially announced? Well, the thought process, and whether they're right or wrong, uh, but their thought process is that way they get talk about it a couple days, lead up to it, and then they're going to get it talked about afterwards after the schedule is released and really extend that that time frame of where NFL is still number one, you know, <laughs> of talking despite NBA playoffs, despite MLB, despite NHL playoffs. Um, and, and so that's, that's their goal. They are masters at extending, you know, and, and having NFL talk about all year. I don't know if they hit that. You know, or not by releasing some of the games, but that's that's their intent is to have it. You know, really start ramping up a couple of days before the before the official schedule release. A lot has been mm, hyped on the Jets. I'm not sure how much, how far you can stretch that right now, but uh, boy, they are really banking. The schedule makers are really banking on Aaron Rodgers. And the Jets being pretty good this year, are they not, Chris? They are. The Jets have several primetime games, as, as, you know, what it's been talked about. And then they're going to, I think, open up Monday night, uh, the first week, you know, against the, the Bills. So mm-hmm. Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers, if I remember right. Um, and so, yeah, they absolutely think the Jets are going to be uh, be a contender this year. It's, it's really, uh, you know, really, I, I do think the Jets are good. And I do think, you know, they think they were a quarterback away Um from from making a long run into the playoffs, so we'll see if that's true. And if Aaron Rodgers is, um, you know, the Aaron Rodgers of last year, if he's the MVP Aaron Rodgers from two years ago, um, and so I think a lot of that will depend on you know the Jets' fortunes. When Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay, things changed dramatically. You know, he's working with receivers. This was during COVID too, and he's working. He, he got his own field because they couldn't use Tampa Bay's facilities. He's working with receivers and. He's recruiting players to Tampa Bay. Aaron Rodgers has not been that type of guy with Green Bay the last couple of years. But the word is that he's doing that with the Jets. I mean, he's, he's meeting with guys, helping them get roster players on the roster. Do you see him maybe as being as committed as Brady was once he changed his teams? I do. You know, at least right now, that's been the case. Normally, Aaron Rodgers skips. These are all voluntary OTAs, organized team activities. Normally, Aaron Rodgers skipped all of those with the Packers, um, didn't show up. Um, he's there now already with the Jets, and this is early on with OTA. So he's there early, you know, working with guys. He got him to bring in Randall Cobb. He got him to bring in, um, you know, Lazard when they signed him. He got him to bring in um, Billy Turner, offensive lineman. Um, I mean, he, he is absolutely so far showing those things, kind of signs that Brady had. I'll tell you a really interesting story um, with, with Aaron Rodgers. So we had a receiver from Stephen F. Austin. His name is Xavier Gibson. He's an undrafted re- He signed with the Jets. Um, he's probably going to be their starting punt returner um, because they didn't have a punt returner on the team. But this is really, really amazing how involved Aaron Rodgers has been so far. So um, the GM gets on the phone and says, hey, Aaron watched Xavier's film. He wants him here, too. This is the guy that he wants um, as, a, uh, as a slot. And uh, so... They told me, you know, about Aaron Rodgers, what he wanted to do with him, how Aaron Rodgers wanted to use him, hmm. and uh, so you know, he ended up getting the largest, largest guaranteed contract for an undrafted free agent from the Jets ever in their history. Wow! Um, and but a lot of that was because of, of Aaron Rodgers watching his film, and, and you know, that's how much he's been involved with a with an undrafted free agent. Even so, he is he is extremely involved right now, um, you know, in, in that organization, and I think really, really committed to winning, and I think he really wants to stick it to Green Bay to say. You made, you made the wrong decision. Uh, you should have kept me for another couple of years. <laughs> Let's talk with uh, Steve. Steve, good afternoon. 
Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hello, gentlemen. What's up, buddy? Uh, you know, uh, I've got to give you a GAC uh, update. Uh, SAU did win their, the first game today. Of course, it didn't play until uh, 3 o'clock because of the rain. And so they play the winner of the second game in the morning at uh, 11 o'clock, and the two losers will play at uh, 1 o'clock. So they Tomorrow. defeated Henderson State because Washita yes. is playing. Is it Northern Oklahoma? Oklahoma Baptist. Oklahoma Baptist. Okay. And uh, you know, in the in the state tournament, uh, I think they had to have uh, motorboats out there in the outfield because hmm. of all the rain that that uh, fell today. Been a lot of rain all over. And uh, you know, Randy. Yes. I've always noticed, Rick always beat you up when you talk about a good TV program that you always like to watch. <laughs> Perry Mason? I mean, Hey, you... I watch Perry Mason, Rick. Well, how, how dramatic is it? at MTV, he, he and lost... they show some of the old TV program, yeah. and I enjoy watching it better than I do uh, the regular TV because the regular TV programs are nothing but junk. Well, I don't watch the regular ones, and occasionally it's nice to watch an old show, but uh, Perry Mason never lost. He lost one case in however many years he was on, so what, where's the drama there? But anyway, take it easy on Randy. That's what he <laughs> likes to watch. That's fine with me. I'm glad he likes it. Yeah, I, th- I think Perry Mason's up there with Matlock in terms of their record, uh, you know, in the, in the court. <laughs> Did Matlock ever lose one? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't well, know so. Matlock yeah, I always... Well, Matlock... Most of the time, was going to have on a blue coat. He would go by a hot dog stand and get him a hot dog. He'd have mustard and uh, onions, and I forget how how what all he'd have. That on was it. a seersucker suit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Perry did lose one case, but it yeah. wasn't a Hamilton burger. Thank you, Steve. Huh. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I I don't I don't know what the philosophy is, and you may not either. Chris, for that matter, but <laughs> the schedule maker, on the other hand, did not do Jordan Love any favors in his uh, new role as the starting quarterback uh, for the Green Bay Packers. They open up, the Packers open up in Chicago against the Bears. The very next week, they get to go to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. They do get the Saints and the Lions back-to-back at Lambeau. But then they go back on the road for another two-game swing. First, they go to the Las Vegas Raiders, and then they get the Denver Broncos. What is the strategy involved? Or do you know the strategy, Chris? When they, I, I know it's all about strength of schedule, trying to make sure that the successful teams from the year ago have difficult schedules, and then the ones that... We're not as successful. We'll try to maybe give them a little bit easier road to travel. But how do they come up with this strategy where two games at home, or actually two games on the road to start the season, then the next two games at home, and then so forth and so on? Do you have any idea what the strategy is putting these together? Yeah, so you're exactly right, Randy. They do want parity, and exactly what you said in terms of you know the better teams, they want to have a harder schedule. The, the worst teams last year have a little bit easier schedule. But in terms of home and away, they try to be fair, and, uh, and like they'll look at like if you have a Thursday night game, you know, to try to coordinate that either with a bye week or mm-hmm. um, you know something like. So they do try to coordinate some of those, and then on um, terms of home and away, they do look at that. But they, at the same time, they don't care as much about oh, it's two, two, and two here, or one and one, and this team gets this. They don't care as much about that um, as they do, you know, the matchups, the, the eyeballs, um, with the restrictions of some teams just have to play, you know certain teams and so some matchups just aren't going to be good but they do try to do that they don't care as much again about well is this really fair to green bay that they open two games on the road now i will say i don't think they've ever had anybody open up three games on Chris, the road in the road hang on for a minute we got to take a break drive time sports will continue every monday morning call morning mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did one sentence and one sentence only motorcycle riders are just like you and me 
They could be your neighbor, your friend, your doctor, or maybe the pastor in your local church. More motorcycles are on the road than ever before in Arkansas, and it's time we started looking out for them. Look back a second time before you make that turn, or before you pull out in an intersection. It might take two seconds, but it just might save a neighbor's life. Take two for Arkansas. It's worth it. Look twice for motorcycles. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. It's Justin Aker for CertiPro, my go-to painter. I've used them for so many projects in a few of my homes over the years, and I've got a new project I'm about to get them to work on. It's an outdoor deck. Stain it, seal it, make it look great and protective for the future. Make an investment in your future by getting CertiPro to paint the outside of your home and improve that curb appeal. If you're thinking about selling or just want to have a nicer place to come home to every day, CertiPro can help with all of it. They'll help you with paint selection if you need it. They're going to clean up afterwards. You're going to be thrilled. Each Certipro Painter's business is independently owned and operated. They live in your community. You can schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. By working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Well, hello. That's Larry. enough right there, my good man. Pay attention. You missed a spot. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right. 0% interest on both residential and commercial more. Now, Bradley, tell them where you can go get your very own Gravely Mower. Well, you can... I'll finish it for you at Chapel Hardware in Pine Bluff or Hoco Turf in Rowland. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Double B's is a locally owned business serving Arkansans for over 50 years. Unlike chain retailers, Double B's keeps more money in our local economies, making our Arkansas communities stronger. International companies buying up Arkansas businesses know or care nothing about Arkansas. And the decisions they make in distant boardrooms will not reflect the concerns of Arkansans. Double B's employs local workers at good wages and serves primarily local consumers. Local, not global. Arkansans, not Canadians. Make a statement to support the natural state by supporting Double B's. An Arkansas company serving Arkansans. We stand for Arkansas because we live in Arkansas. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Hey, crazy month last month. Mitch making us take all that money off them trucks. Oh, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off all new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Spring during the Memorial Day sales event. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Joined again by our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage. Chris, we had to go right into the break. Uh, you were talking about the schedule. Anything you wanted to add, or the strategy, I should say, on uh, how they work out the schedule for the respective teams? Yeah, I was just saying, I don't think they've ever had somebody go on the road three straight weeks, you know, to start the season. Mm-hmm. So they do look at that, but again, they don't care as much if it's two and two or here and there. They, that's not as big of a deal. As, you know, because again, you got 32 teams that you're trying to work out. So sometimes some teams are going to, at least in the fan base for sure, is going to perceive, oh, the schedule maker doesn't like us. They're, you know, picking on us or whatever. They're giving us a harder road. But, um, you know, the reality is sometimes, you know, it's not going to be exactly fair just because of the number of teams they have to do. Gotcha. Uh, this is Jake. Jake, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, Randy. Hey, Rick. How you guys doing? Hey, buddy. Tonight? How are you? Hey, Jake. Say hello to Chris. Hey, Chris. How are you? Hey, Jake. Hey, man. Uh, so, want to get in a little bit earlier, Rick, on what you were saying on what does Amazon Prime have to offer? I will say this. Sorry, Chris, not to get in on your thing or whatever, but... You're good. You're good. Um, Hey, listen, and I've had Prime. That's the longest subscription I've had. Uh, some of their original series are the best and most riveting. 
Um, if you like the Jack Ryan movies from the early 90s, That's Third good. Prison Danger with Harrison Ford, um, it, they have a Jack Ryan series that's a younger Jack Ryan that is absolutely awesome. They have a, a show called Goliath that saw, stars Billy Bob Thornton as a kind of off-the-cuff lawyer that you're really not used that's to. That's good. That's a good um, show. That's a very adult-oriented show, I will tell you that. Uh, but it's very good. There's several good shows, and but what I like them most most about Amazon Prime is the documentaries and the true crime stuff. I have yet to find somebody. I, I'm an addict to this stuff, and I've yet to find somebody that has that much content for true crime and documentaries and stuff like that, and history documentaries too, and stuff like that. So for the money you pay, it is very, very, very well, well worth. Uh, the whatever it is, six, seven bucks a month or whatever it is. I don't, you know, I don't even know. It comes on my checking account. I never even see it. But, um, <laughs> it's worth it, Rick. You, you should right. give it a try. This and uh, by Jake. I was also going to say, I, I was also going to say, I really enjoyed the the fact that you guys are mixing the shows up a little bit. And you know, I, I, I was talking yesterday, and I kind of mixed it up a little bit, and I said. Well, Rick's coming on there. Randy, you need to come on there. And you know, I'm talking about the morning show. And, yeah, right. and Rick, I really enjoy you on the morning show. And, and Randy, I think a lot of people would really enjoy you too. And yes, all they do is have fun and cut up and laugh. That's literally all they do. They did it from a funeral parlor yesterday, and they had a great time. Yeah, wow. I'm not. I'm not even kidding. Um, you would be great on there, though, and you guys would mix great together. With that being said, I want you know I wish I could have got through Trey Biddy because my my biggest thing is I think the one thing our football team is missing that we really really need is just a head humming safety. And I hate to put it in that He's term, that but that's too. the old school yeah. term we used to use. A yeah. Kenoy Kennedy, uh, Ken Hamlin, uh, someone like that. Give me I, a I believe we had that Catalan. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to go that far back. But yeah, of course, Steve Atwater. That's a given. But I believe we had that in Catalan, but we didn't get to see it. So how are we going to – I think that's the biggest role we need to fill on this football team this year. I'd like to hear you guys' thoughts on that. Yeah. And also want to say before I get off, you know, you guys – the buzz does not give Freaky Joe Franklin enough credit for the work he does on your station. Well, he's good. That man is a hell of a producer. And – he goes above and beyond for every show that he's needed, and he is there. And I've met the man in person, and he's a good person, too, on top of that, is. which is awesome. Absolutely. So I just want to give props to Joe, man. He's a good, good dude. Be and, sure, uh, be, that, sure be sure, be sure, and call Jason, uh, Justin's show, and say that to Justin, because Justin could probably... Huh. And also, the whole thing with Josh, I mean, like, that's so stupid it's just so stupid uh, you know what the, we don't need the little 12 anyway he doesn't need the little 12 he's with the big boys down the sec he doesn't need the little 12 he's fine he's gonna be all right but i'll let you guys talk about that I'd like to hear your comments especially on the safety deal and uh all as always love listening to you guys crossing into oklahoma on my way home from kansas man headed back blue pig all right, drive safely out there well, I think that uh, NFL teams are in the same boat as Arkansas or anybody else, man. If you can get a great safety, it makes a big, big difference. What do you think of that, Chris? Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, I will say, you know, the Kenoy Kennedys and even Steve Atwaters might have had a little issue with some of the targeting rules that... Uh, oh, that's today? A, yeah, yeah today. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but no doubt, I think if you have... You know, kind of like baseball up the middle, same thing with football. I think if you're up the middle solid, you have that, that safety that can control the running game as well as helping the passing game and does put some fear in opponents. I think absolutely that, that makes the defense, you know, much better to have that. Apparently, though, they're difficult to find. It's like uh, these power safeties, almost not quite the premium maybe of a – Prize defensive linemen, uh, these nose tackles, these D tackles, even out the the rush ends. I mean, they are at a premium. I mean, we see every draft, do we not? 
uh, Chris, where those defensive linemen, Carter, what fell maybe two or three, maybe even four spots uh, because of that accident uh, while he was still at Georgia. But, I mean, the Eagles, to me, may have gotten the steal of the entire draft. Yeah, if you know, if he can keep his uh, his attitude and head about him. Right. Um, I mean, talent-wise, absolutely. We've seen sometimes that works out, sometimes that doesn't, with the Davion Clowney and some of those. But, um, you know, I think they felt comfortable with it because of the other Georgia players that they're putting around, uh, around him to help with that environment. And, you know, one thing on that, it's amazing, guys, after the you know, two years, Everybody said that Georgia defense was maybe the best ever. All 11 players that started ended up getting drafted off that defense. I mean, that is that is incredible, um, you know, to say. And many of them were high-round picks as well. So that's just a, an amazing number and shows you how, how dominant and how good that Georgia defense really was. I'm guessing that's never happened before, has it, Chris, where all 11 were drafted? And a lot, of them, a lot of them were high draft picks on top of that. Absolutely, yeah. You had, I think, seven out of the 11 were top 100 players. Uh, wow. I mean, that's, that's, that's just an incredible statistic. Um, I do remember Texas A&M, when John Chavis was there, and they had, you know, the number one overall pick. I think they ended up having eight drafted off of that, their starting 11 defense. But, again, to my knowledge, I don't recall all 11 getting drafted, um, mm. you know, elsewhere. Uh, this from Savage, by way of our Asher Record Service company, Life In Feedback. He said, listen, mister, Colombo never <laughs> lost either. Oh, Colombo didn't either? Is he on Amazon Prime, too? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to go through the uh, old TV show menu to see if they're on there. But, yeah, he... Uh, he didn't lose many. Well, that's what we should have is Matlock versus you know Perry Mason in a battle to see who see who wins that one. Colombo versus you know, Matlock to see, see who wins. Well, there's only one Dell Street, so she can't you know she can't play for both teams. So uh, <laughs> she's on the side of Perry Mason. It was always at his side on Perry Mason. Um, my goodness, this segment has gone by rather quickly. Um, Chris, right now. Where do free agents stand? I noticed, like, an example, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, he still hasn't found a home. Uh, there's some, I guess you can say, some pretty quality players, I would guess, pretty quality players, who are still looking for a home. What's going on with free agency? Yeah, there absolutely are still some quality players out there. A lot of this, though, is by design. These, some of these veterans don't want to go to OTAs anyways. Now, they're voluntary, so they wouldn't have to, but it's like, hey, there's no need for us to come in and, and, and worry about anything right now. So a lot of this, the, the veteran guys say, hey, I'll sign in, you know, three to four weeks. Uh, let's get into June and then, you know, sign right before we break again for camp to come back in late July. So that, a lot of that's by design. Some of it is teams, you know, trying to see, hey, let's see what we got before we do go get a large chunk of change from these veterans and maybe they're, you know, a little more worrisome because of their age factor. And so combination of both those things, both on the player side and the all right, Chris. Talk to you next week. World Tour. I look at my dad. I go, hey, dad, maybe we should sit down. I don't think your owl's out tonight. 30 seconds later, right on top of it, we hear, my oldest daughter goes, dad, look across the lake at the old man on his dock. There's another drunk, blind, old white man just, Kreischer, live.